This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to yet another episode of News Laundry Hafta from a very cold Delhi. So we are recording this episode of Hafta on Thursday, the 21st of January at 4 p.m. Three of us are in the studio. on the panel today manisha pande hi manisha hello raman kripal hi hi raman sir hi we have anand joining us from patna hi anand how are you hello and joining us as our guest not from the news laundry stable is anandyo chakravarti hi anandyo hi niku uh, abhinandan sorry how that's okay you? you can call me niku that's still better than what our subscribers call me <laughs> those are unmentionable words but uh, for those of you who may not know but most of our listeners i'm guessing will onindyo has been with had been with ndtv for 20 years he was a senior managing editor of ndtv india and ndtv profit he now runs the independent youtube channel desi democracy he is also consultant with newsclick so welcome onindyo what do you make thank of thank you for having me today's insane rally we've crossed 50000 on the sensex or some sex or the other is this the time to run away from the market till it crashes you know the point is that there are a lot of people in this country who have a lot of money and know where to invest hmm. so given that the economy is doing so badly if you have money what are you going to do your bank account doesn't give you good returns right hmm. so the only place you can make some money is the stock markets so i actually in march 2019th last year I had uh, tweeted saying that uh, if I had the money I would start investing right now and a lot of people criticized me out there saying that oh you're trying to catch a falling knife which is a very common thing people say on the stock market hmm. and uh, I believe that because of the fa- because of covid-19 there'll be a lot of liquidity banks will make it much easier to borrow and invest and governments will uh, you know give some fiscal boost so all of that ultimately helps companies so i think that uh, the markets even if they cool off a little bit here and there but uh, it's only going to go up all the money is there and no one wants to lose money so it's not going to go down acha chalo but no company is helping us and neither is the present company helping me between <laughs> manisha and raman and uh, the, so but if you have a lot of money and don't know what to do with it i recommend you subscribe and pay yeah. to keep news free because <laughs> when the public pays the public is served thank you for and those and you don't even need a lot of money for it you don't even need a lot it's of money exactly it's just 300 bucks a month that's a good clue 1000 bucks <laughs> people have lots of money <laughs> yeah so do do subscribe and pay to keep news free uh, i am thrilled to see many of you are realizing the value of subscription driven news we had some additional kharcha in the last two months our wonderful friends times now have taken us to court our first hearing at the bombay high court was on tuesday which was the 19th of january we have got up to i think the 6th of feb if i'm not wrong to file a response so all this will cost money we will get senior counsel to appear for us we'll get lawyers to draft that we've got a lot of mails from many lawyers who are actually volunteering to do stuff pro bono i am creating a database of friends of news laundry who are and people who are doing offering to do pro bono stuff and going forward i'd like this community of news laundry folks and subscribers that we can be completely self sufficient but until then please contribute to nl legal fund and while you're at it also contribute to the new nl sena which is more than halfway there we are doing a deep dive investigation into a very uh, powerful uh, godman who has become extremely prominent so we just want to do a you know profile going back as far as possible to see what led to this amazing rise on that note we shall get into the discussion for this hafta 
Manisha, what are the headlines? Joe Biden, sworn in as 46th President of the United States, delivers message of unity. On first day in office, Joe Biden rejoins Paris Agreement, stops US departure from WHO. Frontier Manipur editors released a day after they were arrested under UAPA sedition charges. One of them was also present at the media rumble, that's Paujil Chauba. Republic TV editor Arnab Goswami's purported WhatsApp chats with former CEO of Bark, Parthodas Gupta, got leaked after the Mumbai police filed a supplementary charge sheet in the TRP scam case. We shall discuss this in great detail. Former Bark CEO Parthodas Gupta was hospitalized a day after these chats with Arnab Goswami were leaked. We also have an interview with his wife that you can read on newslaundry.com. Sushant mm. so Singh death case, the Republic TV and Times Now reporting is found to be prima facie contemptuous, says Bombay High Court. That's we had actually said that. Yeah, two that's what ago. we've also been saying, for which we've got a we legal notice. We have been saying it But we've got a legal notice. I guess they can't send a legal notice to the High Court. Anyway, we have to fight it, such as the nature of law. Mm. In a really stunning case, senior TV journalist Nidhi Razdan said her Harvard University job offer was a phishing attack. She filed a complaint with Delhi police on the fake Harvard job offer. And she wrote a piece on NDTV explaining what had happened. Mm. The Supreme Court slammed critics of an expert panel formed last week to resolve the farmer center deadlock over the three contentious agricultural laws. The court has said that the committee has no power to decide on the legislation. The CGI objects to name calling of expert panel. Yeah, he says that <laughs> you can't call people biased. I don't see why you can't, however. Hmm. And uh, in what may be a sort of a breakthrough for the first time, farmers have not rejected an offer by the centre. They've agreed to discuss uh, holding off the bill for one and a half. I mean, that's the offer of the government, yeah. that we'll hold on to the bill for a year and a half. You take back your agitation. Yeah. But let's see what comes of it. Uh, meanwhile, on the Republic Day tractor rally, Supreme Court has left it to the police to decide. Uh, they've said it's inappropriate for court to take a call. And Centre has withdrawn its plea against Farmers' March on our day. Hmm. Coronavirus vaccines wasted in at least five states as recipients refused to show up for inoculation. Hmm. Sena will contest in West Bengal elections. Very interesting. The Uttar Pradesh government has moved the Supreme Court seeking to transfer petitions pending before the Allahabad High Court against its anti-conversion ordinance. So... UP has more faith in Supreme Court. <laughs> in, the, in the backdrop of the Allahabad High Court making some unfavorable uh, yeah. observations on the, yeah. the legality of this law. There was a lot of hue and cry over Tandav and the makers of the movie have agreed, the makers of the series have agreed to changes and they've thanked INB for their guidance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think uh, today the Express has done a pretty good job on this issue where they have pointed, this is for the, I mean, Tandav has become the you know, route for INB to interfere. So, achha, it's, to okay, got it. so, so, so it. that is uh, something which we need to take note of. Meanwhile, mm. Kangana Ranaut's Twitter account was temporarily restricted for her remarks on the web series, Tandav, again. She had said something that they should be, what, bashed up or beheaded or something for their, what, what did she I say? I have just muted her. I just okay. don't give her any but, attention. But uh, our wonderful producer, Lippi, yeah. is like slicing her hand through her neck, which means beheading, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, she wrote it was time to take the heads off. I see. Okay. Of the makers. My mm. God. What a nut. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, an arrest warrant was issued against journalist Paranjoy Guha Thakurta in connection with the 2017 defamation suit filed by the Ani Group. Editors Guild and our very own Digipub have uh, stood up against this. Mm. And... Uh, this is something that Anand, I'm sure, will have a lot to tell us about. Team India arrives home after a series win against Australia. I'm told it was remarkable and wonderful and... Oh, yes, there was so much... All the, everything that exhilarating all sports is made of. Yeah, In fact, of I, I'm sure Anand's position will be, why was it not the headline? 
but we shall come to that later <laughs> so basically just for our audience the bark stands for broadcast audience research council in fact this was created the tams shares were swallowed into bark and i think an additional amount of equal number of new shares were issued and then it was formed into what it now is and it seems in spite of the many pr spins that we are an improvement and we are fixed tams problems they had actually clearly made tams problems worse so all that was alleged then back then on india by ndtv are the actors yeah. the same have the actors changed is the modus operandi the same and did ndtv commercially take a hit when they said we will not subscribe to these ratings then on what basis were your teams going and selling ads what were you saying because there was no number let's start with the fact that i think the case that ndtv filed was essentially about the fact that it has cost ndtv revenue by the uh, the rigging had pushed ndtv's ratings down because others were getting higher ratings uh, which ndtv alleged was illegitimate and that caused ndtv's revenues to be badly hit and ultimately as you know as in uh, as a you know you're taking subscriptions but as you know in television no one was paying subscription at least subscription money wasn't reaching the channels and therefore uh, news channels are almost entirely dependent on advertising and ratings do determine how many campaigns you'll be put on for instance let's say you're doing a product launch right so let's say you want to advertise news laundry and you have a particular budget and you want to reach people using television you're likely to take the top 4 channels and the top 4 shows because you want to reach as many people as possible and you also want your ad to be seen several times right hmm. so you want to also go to a channel which has which is watched for longer period of time so these are two important things so you might this channel might reach 100 people but people watch for 30 seconds and then switch off that they're not reaching the ad if they mm-hmm. don't reach the ad break then it's actually of no use to an advertiser hmm. so how long people stay is important now what happens is that if you've dropped to number let's say most advertisers take top 3 channels top 4 channels if you drop to 5 6 if that happens then you're basically out of the game altogether when it comes to a campaign as it's called an ad campaign right then you're basically your sales guys go and say why aren't you giving us and generally in my opinion ratings are actually used by advertisers as a bargaining chip or media buyers they really don't really give you money according to ratings because as i've always said that ndtv's revenues have been way beyond what its ratings are right so it's your branding what you do advertisers do look at that and put money behind that it's not as if advertisers only advertise on the basis of popularity yeah, right so that is that is one thing one has to keep in mind so yes it did affect ndtv's revenues one thing that has been shown which i don't think the regular consumers of news will either give a shit about or would be focusing on is how rotten their entire rating system is because i think only news professionals are getting excited by seeing this and how this is going to impact the industry regular you know news consumers they don't give a shit yes i i agree that they don't give a shit but what they don't understand i think what they don't understand is this let's say that Arnav, we know what Arnav's uh, programming has been, right? News Laundry has been tracking it for years, I guess. Right. And uh, also, Christoph Jaffrello recently wrote in Caravan, right? They also did a similar study that you guys have been doing for. They took all of Arnav's debates, yeah, or Republic's debates from the time it was launched till the summer of 2020, I think, the mm. April May 2020. They took it and they analyzed it. They put it in various brackets. and they said that if you take the pro government and 
anti-opposition debates, right? And take anti-BJP debates, that the ratio is 1 is to 12. Right. If they've done one anti-BJP uh, debate, then they've done 12 anti-opposition, which is their biggest hmm. thing, anti-opposition, more hmm. than pro-government, hmm. and anti-opposition and pro-BJP debates. And that has increased dramatically during the election period. Now, what happens? Now, let's say this kind of programming is then rigged to be shown to have 70% viewership. In the then market. everybody goes down that road. because it changes Everyone goes down that road, right? And right. then, essentially, it's a very easy way to manufacture consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. So basically, how it impacts the regular news consumer is that it changes the nature of the industry and the preference of the programming or the kind of programming. I was really blown away with, with the obsession, one for one. Like he, every other chat is about how we did this at 12 o'clock and Aastak did it at 1.15 and we were there 20 minutes before. How can Aastak? I mean, he's, he's, an, he's obsessed with this numbers thing, which I guess, which is why I guess he's in the game and he's been in the game for so long. But what has really struck me is A, how a person who's made his career out of trashing Latians media. I mean, this is the guy, he's the face of the opposition against Latians media. Every chat of his, you know, I'm meeting the PMO, I'm meeting uh, Doval, I'm meeting Rajavardhan Rathod. Tell me what you want me to tell him. I'll put it in his ear. I'll explain to them or it'll be taken care of. Here's a government who hasn't given a press conference since they've come to power. But somehow the PMO has so much time for Arnab, or at least Arnab is claiming so. That he's meeting the PMO every he's other meeting week. Doval. And uh, Rajavardhan Rathor, I mean, this is something that we've reported on. We know that there was a complaint. We know that uh, ministry sought responses from Z and Republic. No one replied. And the complaint got buried. And Arnab says in his chats that uh, Rathor has told me he's setting it aside. And this is not just a complaint. It's 52 crore rupees that costs, that is taxpayers' money. Exchequer. That's yeah. a loss to exchequer, basically. It's lost to an exchequer, which you again have the INB you know, an MOS in the INB saying that we're going to set it aside. So, I mean, this is the new Latins Delhi or Latins media and people have to see this now. I think I think that it would be wrong to call them Latins media. They're, they're Central Vista media. <laughs> Central Vista. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you, you're still going to harp about NDTV, Pranara, Radia Gate, whatever. Yeah, that happened. But look at what's happening today. There's, there's an issue of uh, ethics involved in this. But uh, let's face it, when it comes to the fraud, the case that Mumbai police has made, I mean, they, they need to very clearly establish, you know, that he has, the money has exchanged hands. That has quid pro quo and there's some rigging. There. If the two households have said that they, have, yes, they have received money to view a Republic. So they need to see that whether Republic has, you know, done, paid anything for that. So that, that is not clearly coming out of these chats okay so let's face it i mean but yes we are uh, i mean it's going to be one of my recommendations the series that we are doing uh, on this that you you will come out with lots of i can't discuss right now but lots of dirty tricks that he has played is is dirty money involved in his thing i don't know how much uh, legally we can challenge it but definitely, uh, there, there are a lot of dirty things that have happened. I mean, and uh, Arnab is responsible for it. And Arnab is also responsible for doing unethical things. Okay, so uh, a quick announcement before we go on. Uh, Hafta, as you know, is behind the paywall now. So this pitch is for Mufat Khors to subscribe. Because if you're listening to this on Chota Hafta on YouTube, then you're clearly not paying. Otherwise, you would come to a wonderful podcast player on newsline.com and listen. And in case you're wondering what are the benefits you get, if you're a subscriber, 
Well, you can listen to Hafta on podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts. Uh, you need to come to newsland.com and access it from our podcast player. Also, you get the full version and you get all our interviews unedited, right? So do check that out. And for those of you who want to listen to the NL Hafta and are already subscribers, but you want to listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, we have figured a workaround for you. Go to the user profile on our website, click on the user icon on the top right and choose my profile. Tap on the podcast RSS button, copy the private RSS link for Hafta, paste it on your podcast app. You can read the instructions on the My Profile page on how to add the link to your app. This will work for apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Pocket Casts. This hack is only available to the Game Changer subscribers. If you want to extend your subscription or bump up your subscription from a disruptor to a Game Changer, you can mail us subscription at newslawney.com. I repeat, subscription at newslawney.com and any other subscription-related queries that you may have. There was a famous victory at GABA, which I'm guessing is the name of the stadium, which was the headline on that, that day when this happened. So, so uh, Anand, if you could just break down for us non-cricket Non-enthusiasts, why was... So, three questions, basically. Why was it such big news that it was on the front page of every newspaper? Two, is Kohli irrelevant? And three, is this more than a cricket victory? Is it some big historic win that that we've avenged something of the past? Okay, so let me begin with the last note that uh, the sense of historical perspective... uh, in all sporting events, is getting blurred because um, whether it's uh, football, cricket, tennis, or apart from Olympics, which has a four-year gap, now there's there's so so many events happening that something even very remarkable, remarkable achievements get uh, blurred because of uh, too many matches, too many. So there's action. a there's a clutter of achievements, and the main ones kind of get lost in that clutter. Uh, so the historical perspective gets lost out that w- what is a major achievement, what's a routine or routine match or routine achievement. Um, also, this onslaught of statistics, relevant statistics uh, and um, very regular kind of stuff. Now, people are talking about good statistics and uh, dumb statistics. Now, that is uh, the uh, inundation that uh, statistics have has caused and anyway it was a, a remarkable win for two three things first that uh, indians uh, indian cricket like all in uh, indian achievements in other fields uh, the achievement on foreign soil is a drug for indians so anything done on foreign foreign soil for in indian cricket because indians are not uh, thought to be good tourists. They don't perform well on foreign soil, especially on basic bouncy pitches of Australia. So they had won a series in 2018, but uh, the Australian press defense was that uh, it was without their star players because they were injured, like, uh, and not injured, sorry, they were banned because of uh, some controversy of, of uh, ball tampering in South Africa. That is Steve Smith and David Warner. So they were without their star batsmen. So that achievement was played down. Now this year, the achievement was also greater in Indian perspective because not only Kohli was missing, after every test match, they suffered a humiliating defeat in the first test match, India. After that, a number of players got injured 
And by the time they reached the fourth test, half of the original side was gone and they were replenished with young, fresh talent. And that the credit for providing that talent pool has gone to Rahul Dravid because he is the coach for India A team, that is the junior team. So that that was the scene uh, that uh, winning in a foreign uh, on foreign soil on pace and fast wickets, which is uh, anyway not uh, now that fast that it, and that it used to be a decade ago or before that. But anyway, it's a remarkable achievement in that sense. So and their pace battery like uh, Mohammad Sami, Bumrah was also out uh, from the last test. And they lost to Mishyadu. Then they blooded fresh talent. In um, in fact, uh, two three uh, some players made their debut in this series, like uh, Shubham Gill, the opening batsman. And the, so it was a combination of these factors that made this win remarkable. Another quick announcement. This is regarding our new NL Sena on a Godman's trail. Uh, we are doing a deep dive investigation into. A prominent godman who has become extremely successful and quite a figure in the last many years. So we're going to go into his past, how he came up, what the story is, how he became prominent, uh, what the police cases against him were all about, what happened to them. Uh, we will reveal who this person is later, but we don't want to right now because we have reporters working on it and we don't want anyone getting alarmed and trying to block access to all the stuff that we're trying for. So do contribute to this NLCNA project because we are trying to do a really in-depth report on this. Secondly, we have our Discord server up. Yay! So all those WhatsApp groups of various cities that you guys like interacting on, all the News Laundry subscribers who like interacting with us, questioning, answering, etc. Because there were so many groups, it was becoming hard to handle. We have a Discord server. We have more than a thousand subscribers. So already it's a bigger subscriber community than what we have on WhatsApp. And unlike WhatsApp, Discord is linked to a subscription database. So you will gain and lose access depending on your subscription status. So it may appear daunting if you just start. But once you start using Discord, it will grow on you. And you can interact with the entire team here. It is a fantastic way for us to get ideas and also be more accountable to you guys. So for access, click on the user icon on the top right hand corner of our website. Then on my profile and then on NL Discord tab. All the details are there. And it's another reason for you guys to actually also subscribe if you're not a subscriber because you get to be on the Discord server and you can interact with all these wonderful people who mail us and we learn so much from them. My question is, A, I'd like to ask the panel, Raman, so let me start with you. Would you take the vaccine today, the Bharat Biotech? Earlier I had said if the doctor suggests, I will take it. Mm. But uh, yes, I mean, there's so less transparency. Mm. And uh, no results are out. I mean, we don't know anything about this vaccine. And and the way it was pushed. Right. It was more uh, like a political move than the medical move. Now also, when, so, there, when there is inventory, that Serum Institute says we have whatever 50 million vials lying. But they don't want those. They want these other ones. So, so, so yeah. also, I mean, I for the first time I saw even the scientists are not top, talking the scientist language. I mean, I remember this Bharat Biotech, the two R. Press conference, press conference hmm. when they were asking, when the journalists were asking, where are the, where is the pro, where are the studies? So he's saying that it will come after ten days. Hmm. Those ten days have also gone now. We still now. don't have the data. We still don't have any data. He had said that hmm. it's going to come in seven to ten days. He 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 told this to the journalists. Believe me, you will get the data. 
in seven ten we are just compiling it it's going to come out so seven ten days have also passed and uh, it and and also again the fact that uh, you know uh, the first vaccine that they're going to administer is going to be this uh, you know the, the bharat biotech mm-hmm. vaccine i mean I, so, so, so today I am uh, I'm skeptical. I, I think the biggest thing that would smoothen this out is if the Prime Minister just took the shot like you know Biden has taken or you know all these guys have taken in public because whatever sir and the biggest brands they take it it makes a difference yeah. but you don't but on India will you take it? What, what is that your would have been good if the PM took it. So you know uh, the reason I won't take the vaccine is very simple is because I'm a misanthrope and I'm very happy sitting at home. <laughs> and if they tell me you can't leave home, you'll be house, more than happy. If you don't take the vaccine, then I won't. But on a more serious note, I won't take Covaxin for a very simple reason because I don't think it has proven in any way that it is efficacious, right? So it has done its stage two, which is human safety. And even in say stage two, only 30% of its data has been released. So we don't know what the remaining 70% is. Bharat Biotech is a good vaccine maker, but it's not as if it's developed those vaccines which it makes. Uh, so many of these vaccines are actually uh, are vaccines it is doing under license. So similarly, as I'm saying that, I am not entirely sure about uh, the uh, Oxford vaccine either, because normally these are all emergency use vaccines cleared by WHO. So for the other two vaccines in the US are mRNA vaccines, never been used till now. And if you see... Essentially, Fauci and others are trying to say that these are the technology has improved so well, so fast in the last 10 years that now mRNA vaccines are stable and they are, don't cause much harm. The question is that why didn't you allow any of these things to happen before COVID came? So right. I am not sure about these vaccines. I'll give you one example of a vaccine which was used for rotavirus, right? And that uh, vaccine used to cause, uh, was seen to cause something in children called a collapsing of their intestine. I think it's called intersusception, right? And it was withdrawn, but it was withdrawn after three years of it being given as a great thing. So three years is a, I mean, stage three vaccine trials last for many years. Right. It doesn't, you don't ever give a clearance for a vaccine without even starting stage three. So I think that that is one of the key reasons I will not take uh, the vaccine. And of course, if the vaccine helps people develop immunity and we already have herd immunity, then in any case, I'll be safe. So I'll let others suffer first. No, I wouldn't take either. And I think one of the, I mean, for the reasons that you guys have spoken about, but also I think in Covaxin's case, how they've misled trial participants. Mm. I think if a company doesn't have, you know, basic regard for such such a crucial component of your vaccine development, people who are, you know, going to be tested on, then I really have very little confidence in such a company. So maybe all the vaccines we've ever taken are also like that, Manisha. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know which pharma company, when vaccine maker tried it on, you know, uh, I think the vaccine for cervical cancer was given in India to people, women without being told. So uh, in many countries that had happened. So this, I guess, is a part of the entire trial process of all medicines. Mm. But but the, uh, I mean, I understand why you're saying that on an ethical ground, you'd say that I don't want to take it. Hmm. Ah, but I'd have little trust over a company that could do something like this. And I mean, as a kid, I've taken the vaccines I did. My mother gave them to me. I had no say. <laughs> but now I have, so I'd rather not. Vaccine hesitancy is 
Very common means uh, you are right uh, about COVA vaccine that data is deficient, but there is not a high level of credibility for other vaccines also. Uh, maximums taking uh, saying that it's ninety percent probability. What you if you fall within the risk ten percent. So there is always a, a game of numbers going on. I don't see if the probability is working for me in the rest of the uh, adverse poss possibility is working for me in the rest of the 10%. But I, what I am saying is that by temperament, I am not averse to this risk, even if it's a vaccine. That, that, that is a, my personal opinion. I am not recommending it, I, my personal opinion. I, I, that's my temperament, nothing else. I am uh, talking about something else, that the central government had anticipated this uh, hesitancy. I read from a report from the 1st of January this, uh, this year. Uh, so it talks about uh, that center has come out with a communication strategy for nation, national, state, and district levels to build awareness around the vaccine rollout plan. And it goes on to say that to quell rumors and respond to situations that may arise due to vaccine eagerness or hesitancy among a section of people whenever the immunization process begins with the priority groups. The National Media Rapid Response Cell at the Health and Family Welfare Ministry will spell out the process of immunization, sharing details such as where, how, who, when. Now, even in uh, uh, past reports, even very efficacious uh, uh, immunization programs in well-vetted like polio in India, polio vaccination programs, they faced resistance among certain groups. Uh, uh, there were a lot of doubts. In, if you read reports from 70s and 80s, modern history also, this was, this was, there are a lot of reports of certain groups not allowing certain vaccination teams to visit them. Now, that was out of utter ignorance. Now, this is not, I would say, ignorance, but lack of data, skepticism, and uh, as you have rightly pointed out, but uh, I think uh, with uh, rollout and some positive responses coming in, it would be smoothen out. I, I do think that CNN went a bit over the top. But what I find fascinating is when I watch, I just find it, uh, you know, when you're watching international channels, so there's like Al Jazeera, there's BBC, yeah. there's that Singaporean channel, then there's CNN. And then you come to the Indian channels. Uh, who are peloing gyan. <laughs> you know, the, it is very stark, the difference. And I don't know why the Indian channels... <laughs> I don't know why the Indian channels cover it. You know, one thing that is... Because see, even for those of us who have come from privileged background, who went to English medium schools and have had English spoken all around us, even a very mediocre anchor in America, because that is their only language, that person hasn't spoken any language other than English, the complexity of the sentence that he can construct without... You know, hesitating or breaking into matlab, hmm. a lot of, a lot of, like, every Indian anchor does a lot of, a lot of, I mean, I mean, a lot of, a lot of. And you say, yeah, don't do it, yeah. There are five channels covering it. Aap konsa teer marre ho? Sarna mujhe kya pel rahe? You know, konsa foreign policy expert kya mujhe bata rahe? Nii bata rahe kuch. Do channels, I mean, that, does that get uh, TRPs on India? Because if I want to watch the uh, inauguration. So Obama was a big TRP story in india in hindi obama was a big trp story i remember because i had moved to ndtv india right then in mm. 2008 and 
it was a major trp uh, story for hindi viewers they, they were very very interested to see that here was a non white uh, person becoming president of the united states mm. and uh, so there is i think it it makes sense for hindi channels to cover it or for uh, non english channels to cover it but again what can an english channel do they can't say that i'm not going to cover it so they'll have to give some basic gyan like again uh, this is the this is worth making a comparison here you see in the west the a single or in america and at least in in england as well a single show would have as many people working on it as a channel would have in yes india. that's true right so when you see an anchor not uh, so in india increasingly anchors are all ad libbing mm. they don't they don't write the scripts and they don't have the time to write it shows script. yeah right so they don't have any support that some people who will write the script for them so they're all ad libbing all the time right there's no script for them to go by uh, mm. because uh, partly because of the cost cutting that is going around and also because india is a completely breaking news game unlike other places where they, it, there is a bit of pause between a story breaking and it being gathered and so therefore that comparison is difficult to make so if you are in a channel what can you do you'll have to cover it but you also know no one's going to watch it all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Listener.